there should be a focus on reviewing technology spent, all sorts of examination of, of cost categories in GBS. This budget for salary increases, cost of hiring and training needs to be reset based on new assumptions around inflation. Longer term change that GBS organizations are going through around digitization. So to look further into the opportunities of effectively replacing FTEs and headcount with digitization. Look at analytics. Many GBS organizations have still much of an opportunity to improve in. Welcome to the Hackett Group's Business Acceleration Podcast. Week after week, you'll hear from top experts on how to avoid obstacles, manage detours, and celebrate milestones on the journey to world-class performance. I'm Penny Weller, your host for today's session, and my special guest is Martine Yearling, Global Practice Leader for GBS Advisory. Martine, it's great to have you on today's podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Great to see you today, uh, Penny, and uh, love to talk to you about this uh, topic a bit further. Thank you so much. Well, as everyone knows, today's inflation is certainly on everyone's mind. And as we think of GBS organizations, we wanted to bring you some insights. So today's webcast is about the impact of inflation on GBS operations. North America and Europe have rose markedly in the last 2021 and also now increasing into 2022. And this unfolding conflict, especially in the Ukraine area, is also accelerating inflation with higher energy, food, and other prices. So while some of the inflation is transient, we actually have found that it's on the rise and it's definitely here for longer than we thought. With that, Martine, I'd love to get your insight on the why inflation is important and what it matters from a GBS perspective, GBS organizations, and why should GBS organizations care about this? Well, I think the main concern for GBS leaders is around labor costs. I just attended a conference in Poland the other day. It's actually a nutshell of kind of the conversation we're having here today about the impact of inflation and why it's a concern for, for GBS organizations. So inflation, like you said, has been up in 2021, continues in 2022. There was this discussion, is it transient? Is it going to go away? It seems like it's here to stay for a bit longer. Consumer prices across most rich countries like the US and Western Europe has been up 8%. If you look at countries like Poland, where I was the other day, and some other Eastern European countries, and but also Western European countries like the UK and the Netherlands, it actually exceeds 10%. Going back to your question, so why is it a concern for GBS leaders? Well, three ways. One, labor cost. That's clearly the biggest concern, and it ties very much with the issue we have around turnover. Secondly, and very much related to this, is outsourcing cost. BPO, business process outsourcing contracts, are very much based on people. So it it factors into those contracts as well. And then I think operationally, it has an impact on things like working capital management. So cost of of labor is one thing, but cost of capital for organizations is increasing. And therefore, it puts the focus on what GBS organizations can do in operational processes like purchase to pay, order to cash, cash management and also analytics to improve working capital performance, which will have more of a focus perhaps than it has had in the recent past. Martin, I'd love to pick up on that second item, the inflation impact on outsourcing contracts, because that's something that really is top of mind for many organizations today. Could you comment? 
Yeah, so I, th I think the impact is actually quite uneven. So in the US, where, where you sit and where you have your clients, the great resignations is a big theme and topic. But they, you actually see that it, it differs by country and, and by region. So attrition rates in, in offshore locations have gone up. I think many GBS organizations have experienced, say, 8 to 10% type of attrition over the past few years. Some would even feel that was too low. Now they're getting basically what they wish for, and it's, it's actually quite much higher than that. In our annual GBS study, which we're about to release the results of, we see that the attrition rates in for GBS centers in Western Europe average about 10%, so it's slightly up. But if you look at offshore locations like India, uh, Eastern Europe, Latin America, rates are ranging between, on average, 15 to 19%. And that's the stats on this. Talking to our clients, I hear actually much higher rates, but those can be quite spiky based on the location where you are of plus 30%. That raises a lot of anxiety in companies around the cost of labor and the impact of cost of living on salaries. So you see that as people move around, organizations are offering higher rates to get people into their organization. And it also has upward pressure because of the cost of living adjustments that, that companies are implicitly making to salaries. So the impact is, if you look at locations like Poland, quite high, and in, in India, quite high as well. If you dig deeper into what sits behind it, in Poland, for example, inflation was already running quite hot even before the pandemic hit. There was a constraint on, on labor. We've seen that companies as a result of the pandemic has also started to move more activities into their shared service and GBS locations. So that actually increased the demand and that made things more difficult. What we've seen at the beginning of the pandemic, basically everybody stayed put. But then the attrition rate shot up the middle of last year. So it's a bit of a, a game of musical chairs where at the moment everybody's up and moving around. But also plays into locations like India. What we've seen is that working from home has changed the equation. So companies are in some cases trying to get people back into the office and people do not necessarily want to do that. In India, we see that some people have moved back to their, say, hereditary town or city. So maybe someone that used to work in Chennai is now in Bangalore because that's where they're from, do not necessarily want to go back and therefore try to move roles from one company to the other. And that is driving attrition and, and attrition is driving up wages. Finally, it's not narrowly confined to that. So if you have to recruit, labor cost goes up, but there's also additional cost in hiring fees, training and so on. So there's a broader set of, of costs that are actually being pushed up by this uh, this effect of, uh, of inflation and inflation related to COVID. Yeah, that's fascinating. What about the impact on working capital? So working capital, if you, if you look at the type of process that GBS organizations are doing, so purge to pay, order to cash, cash management, those kind of things, that's it's not necessarily new. It's actually the things that GBS organizations need to do anyway. But there are numerous best practices that GBS organizations, if they haven't done so already, need to focus on. So things like implementing supplier payment policy, payment clocks, payment term optimization, looking at pricing because the inflation is feeding through in goods and services pricing that organizations deliver and that GPS organizations may support through things like order management, but also potentially looking into the analytic side of things. What's the bargaining power that a enterprise has to renegotiate with suppliers or to increase prices towards their, their customers? So all these kind of things are areas where GPS organizations can support the enterprise. 
And Martine, do you have some specific actions that GBS should be considering what we should address as we look to kind of the ongoing impact of inflation? Because it certainly doesn't seem to be waning right now. No, that's right. So there should be a focus on reviewing technology spend, all sorts of examination of, of cost categories in GBS. This budget for salary increases, cost of hiring and training needs to be reset based on new assumptions around inflation. Longer term change that GBS organizations are going through around digitization. So to look further into the opportunities of effectively replacing FTEs and headcount with digitization, look at analytics. Many GBS organizations have still much of an opportunity to improve in, so they definitely need to do that. Those are some of the things I I think that need to be done. Another area that we haven't talked about so far is, and what I mentioned at the beginning, outsourcing agreements. So in our, I just mentioned our, our GBS study, the key issue, according to many GBS leaders, is actually around labor costs. So they rank that as, as their top one concern, but cost of outsourcing actually ranked much lower. And I think they, they, they be, may be overlooking an issue there because cost of living adjustments or the, the COLA formula in many BPO contracts may not have been so impactful in the past few years because inflation was low, but now they will be hit with perhaps significant cost increases because of that formula. And the components that, that go in there is the proportion of the contract cost that is associated with labor, and that's not 100% because you also have IT and facilities costs and things like that in there. You have to look at the actual inflation indicator that is part of the contract. Is that one that is denominated in your home base, so, so US or Europe, or is it based on where services are delivered? Some organizations, if they haven't looked at this, may be in for an unpleasant surprise. So it's it's worth evaluating how that is uh, done in contracts and perhaps look at negotiating that again. Well, do you have your crystal ball out? We'd love to know what your prediction for the future is. What can you expect and what can we in GBS organizations expect when it comes to continued inflation? Well, I do have a crystal ball. I'm I'm not an economist, which probably we should ask these, these type of questions. So the question really is what's what's driving the inflation that is currently happening. We've already said it's it's not transient. It's not going to go away this year. It, it may well last into next year. So I think some of the drivers are pandemic related. Supply chains are, are completely out of whack. You've all seen the pictures of container ships stacking up in front of harbors in the US and in, in, in Europe. The cost of a container is sky high if you want to ship something to Western Europe and the US and it's virtually free if it goes the other way. So that's one cost category that probably will will settle again. People have been spending on goods instead of services because nobody could leave the house. So supply and demand has, has been out of whack. I think that is now going away That now that the pandemic is subsiding. What unfortunately isn't going to go away is the impact of the next crisis, which is the war in the Ukraine and the Russian aggression. The question is how long that is going to take. The impact on prices has been around the cost of oil and gas, which has gone up, but that's factoring into to inflation. And the other, which I don't think has factored into inflation as much yet, but will be increasingly so, is the cost of food and fertilizer. So Ukraine is pretty much the breadbasket for the world together with, with Russia. There are already negotiations going on. Can grain be shipped through the Black Sea out to the world? And that is going to have a significant impact on cost of living because of uh, inflation again of food products. So guesswork, how long that is going to go away. But I think we'll see inflation running high into 2023. If you look at economic forecasts actually from the U.S., 
central and in the European Central Bank, they assume it's going to go back to, to 4 to 5%, which is still higher than what we've seen in the past few years, but not the 8 to 10 or even higher percentage that we've seen. So I think with these kind of things, forecasting is always about the assumptions. So the assumptions need to be made about those drivers for inflation, which are, I think, the biggest one to watch out for at the moment are energy prices and foodstuffs. Well, thank you, Martijn. It's always a pleasure and an honor to hear your insights. Thanks, Benny. It was great uh, to be with you today and uh, hope I've uh, done some reasonable crystal ball gazing for you. Thank you. Thanks for listening. You can find the audio, helpful resources, and a transcript of each episode at podcast.thehackagroup.com. If you liked this episode, please share it. You can also subscribe at Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. We'd welcome your feedback by tapping the rating on this or any episode, or send us an email at podcast at The Hackett Group is a global leader in defining and enabling world-class performance. Learn how we can assist with your improvement journey at www.thehackettgroup.com.